Good morning, you guys. Welcome. We're doing a Strong Life podcast recording here. I'm also live in my Facebook group, so I will get to questions as I kind of wrap up the topic. Um, but today I wanted to jump in here because we've got another eight-week challenge coming and people want to set goals. And one common question I get as a coach is, can you help me set goals? What's a good goal for me? And a lot of people are talking about beyond the scale. Some of you are asking what an appropriate weight loss goal is, and that's a completely reasonable question to ask, but, and also, I don't typically give people a number to shoot for on the scale. It's just a, it ends up feeding into the, you know, idea that the number on the scale is the most important thing. And you could have a totally awesome week and the scale doesn't move, but you've made great choices. You've changed your lifestyle. You've changed your mindset. Maybe you, you know, have done other things in your life. Maybe you did read the book. Maybe you didn't watch binge watch TV, whatever it was. And then you will let the scale determine your happiness and your feeling of success. Now it is important. If you have a fat loss goal, the scale there is a relationship with a fat loss goal and the scale going down. So you can't over and over say, oh, the scale doesn't matter. Like it's a, it is part of the process is it is part of the metric that we need to see if our, you know, plan for your goals is right. But when somebody says like, oh, can I lose 20 pounds this challenge? I mean, you can, it's possible. Will you? I don't know. And will you be able to adhere to a plan that would get you a 20 pound weight loss? I don't know. So my job as a coach, and I think a good coach helps you understand that the most important thing for you to do is to hit your daily targets. And that is trusting the process because a lot of you guys will only do it if you can guarantee that I will get the result on the other side of this. And there ain't nobody who can do that. It, it, nobody. That's why like guaranteed results is bullshit. It's a complete and total garbage line. There's nobody that can guarantee you results. Sure. If you follow the plan, but a good coach is, is also learning you along the way. So when it comes to a goal number, I ain't giving you one. Now, I can give you an average for a healthy fat loss rate, okay? So we know that about 1% of your total body weight lost on a weekly basis can pretty much tell us that you're probably preserving a good amount of lean muscle on your body, okay? But don't freak out if sometimes it's higher or lower. The way the scale often works for me, and this is because of my behavior, and this is also because it just seems to be the way it is, I might not experience drops on the scale, and then I have two and a half pounds, then nothing, nothing, then three pounds, then one pound, then it's up a half a pound. Some of that is just the way that I that I eat, and, and if I have a problem with adherence, that shows up on the scale, but don't freak out if it's not within that 1% one week. Okay. We're looking for on average in your fitness journey. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't budge that can be hormones that can be excess stool in the body. So you have to be really careful around how much you tie to that number, get a pair of pants that don't fit quite right that you want to get back into or something that you feel like 
oh man, I just, I know when though that shirt fits just right, I'm, I'm nailing it. That is actually the most important thing. And one of the problems with people not wanting to do progress photos is that we can't really see either. So pictures are huge for me because I have a trained eye and I can see a lot of progress that way. Um, so measurements, clothes, and that kind of thing are going to be as just as important as that scale. Um, but try not to completely blow off the scale like it doesn't matter and also not overdo it. Okay. Those are because the, the problem with that too, I see is sometimes people will self sabotage. I knew it, the scale wasn't going down, you know, fuck it. And then you overeat and now it really doesn't go down. It takes you two more days to dig out. You might not be transparent about that choice because you feel bad. And now we're back in the cycle. So try to approach this a little bit differently. Um, so be careful of the, the scale. When you start with me, we're really going to focus you on fat loss, building muscle or maintaining. And each of those requires slightly different caloric intakes. And we, we will work that out together. But those are the typical three. Now, what does everybody want to do? Everybody wants to build muscle and lose body fat at the very same time. I want to build muscle, but I don't want to put on any body fat. I get it. But sometimes we have to be willing to eat and train and lift heavy for long periods of time, especially if you've never done that before to be able to build. And then we can move into a fat loss phase. So when you're coming into a coaching scenario, you have to, well, first of all, you have to trust your coach. And the way you can trust your coach is if you can see results from other people across their social media, that they're transparent about that. That's one reason I like to show them. I'm just not, it's not just me being like, look, I got in the best shape of my life. It's like, I have to be able to help other people do the same. So you should number one, trust your coach. And so they may be helping you reach your goal, but it may not look exactly like you want. And it may not be just as fast as you want, but there, there is a, a little bit of trust the process that has to come into play when it comes to goal setting for physique and health improvements. So that is something that you'll learn along the way. Go back and listen to the podcasts about the three pillars of fat loss, the relationship with the scale, all of those things will kind of help you understand how you can make this a really healthy process for you, um, regardless of the goal. So when I think about those goals, fat loss, build muscle, maintain, that's just an objective goal that you are, you know, communicating. And my job is to help you reach that goal and also to help you potentially set that goal. That goal is not necessarily that deep, okay? I'm gonna try to give you the way I think, and maybe this will help you to not overthink these goals. I thought I sort of think of goals in these categories, right? Fat loss, build muscle, maintain. These are these are like physique goals. What do I want for my physique? And if you work with me long enough, we'll go through multiple phases of these, and it's kind of fun, and you're on a uh, many people are on this body recomposition path where they want to change their physique um, and change the way they look, change the way they feel. We also have like health related goals where we need some of you to get into a healthy BMI to reduce some of the health risks that you've already created for yourself that are completely self-inflicted that will not get better with time. And we need to really quickly and 
like with a sense of urgency, get you to a healthy place so that you can be around for a while. So these are different kinds of goals that people have that I work with and that you're listening right now. And you may be kind of trying understanding like which one of those that you fall in. Is this a, I'm already a fitness enthusiast and I just want to look better and I want to feel a little bit better in my clothes, or am I at major health risks here and I am pre-diabetic or I'm diabetic? Maybe you have PCOS. Maybe you are, uh, you know, have uh, some disordered eating with some issues around that. Maybe you are, you know, just at a place where your lifestyle choices are catching up with you. And if they haven't, they will. And that is not even a question. Uh, maybe they will. They will. And so we need to get you into a better place. I want to go over the basics of an objective goal that everybody needs to have all of us in here. Okay. It's going to sound like a lot. I'm going to make it sound easy, but it's not. These are goals that everybody should have who has something in their brain telling them I either need to progress on my fitness journey or I need to get healthier. These are the basics. Okay. These aren't even like my opinion. These are all health professionals. When you come to them are thinking about these things to be able to help you get healthier and ultimately get into maybe some of those more physique goals where you want to change the way your body looks. Okay. That's totally fine too. People get weird about that one, but I'm here for it. You want to change your way your body looks. We can do that. We have limitations, right? We have genetic limitations. We have all kinds of limitations. So I always say, this is a good one. If you have a pancake, butt, you're probably not going to get a juicy booty. You know what I'm saying? Without some surgical help, but we can get you a nice little cute little mound, maybe get you stronger, get you feeling better. It'll be your best, butt. you know, it might not be, I, I don't even want to say their names, but it rhymes with smartashian. <laughs> we, we don't want that, but we can get you your best physique. That's a really important difference. Here are the basics, the basic goals we need to have. Okay. Doesn't matter if your goal is fat loss, build muscle, maintain, get healthy, uh, run a 5k, run a 10k, run a marathon, do an Ironman, uh, do a, a powerlifting contest, do a bikini competition. It doesn't matter. These are your goals. Write them down. One, two alcoholic drinks a week, max. That's, I say zero if you have a fat loss goal, but you could do whatever. That's my opinion. I know people will shred that up one side and down the other. I've seen too many problems with alcohol hold people back. And I hear it on a regular basis. It's what trips people up on weekends and then it leads to snacking and then they hate themselves. So it's like, if you can't handle alcohol, get it the hell out of your life. I, I don't really do well with it anymore. It's like, I could do it. And it's, I think at like 45, like I just can't seem to tolerate it. And I, I've kind of stopped trying every once in a while. I'll, I'll give it a good old college try, maybe with a light beer, like light, 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 light. And it's, it's kind of fun, but I'm always like, what's the point? Okay. Number two, three days minimum of resistance training. Okay. My parents are doing this and they're 75 and 81. Okay. This is everybody, regardless of your goals, fat loss, build muscle, maintain, get to a healthy BMI so you can get out of those health risks you've created for yourself. Like that is it. Go back and listen to the three pillars of fat loss, but also it's just 
study after study after study will show us the benefits of resistance training for who, what, what are we going through right now? Our hormones are imbalanced. And by the way, like I will do a podcast episode on this hormones are imbalanced. Like they're just, they just are. Okay. So like, if there's a, a balance, your hormones, well, at our age, my testosterone is next to nothing. Progesterone is gone. Cause I had a hysterectomy and estrogen is, is predominant, which is a problem. So strength training, I can't do anything really about the progesterone. I can kind of maximize testosterone, although it is, has been at an eight. Um, and so, but I'm, these are the lifestyle things that can help with other hormones in your body also, right? It's not just, those aren't just the hormones affected by, uh, strength training, but this can help us with feeling good dopamine, a feeling of accomplishment, uh, better posture, uh, general overall confidence, body confidence. So don't blow that off. If you're hearing it and you're still not doing it, you got to get some strength training three to five days. Okay. I say five and based on your goals, fat loss, build muscle, maintain, get into a healthier BMI. That is the minimum for everybody. Now the strategy behind it is going to be different based on your goals. And that's where a coach or I can help you appropriate calories, right? If you're overeating, but you have a fat, fat loss goal, well, that's not going to work. Um, so if you're under eating and your goal is to build muscle, that's not going to work. So based on your goals, we need an appropriate caloric intake. Um, and that's where the coach comes in and a setting comes in where we can get you in a good stable place and helping you with some of those other habits that may be holding you back. But this is just a basic goal that you need to follow. So if you're working with me, we have a setting and that is your target to hit based on your goals. Okay. But within the bigger goal, that is one of your daily kind of tasks. 10,000 steps a day baseline. This is just general movement that people need to get in. I see it all the time. I've got people getting in a thousand steps a day. That's like barely moving. You've got to move your body. This is shown over and over and over again to help improve mood, digestion, overall body composition also. So get those steps in. You'll hear different things about cardiovascular exercise in a week. I say a really good baseline is four times 30 minutes for general health, okay? If you're getting in 10,000 steps a day, you're walking briskly, sometimes you can add that in. But again, it depends. If I have a client with an aggressive fat loss goal, well, we might have to add in some cardio and that's, you know, get that heart rate up, get it into zone three and four. And on the higher end, sometimes there's a lot of research out there about just twice a week hit for women. 10 minutes, getting that heart rate into a, the, the highest zone possible for, you know, a couple of minutes a day, but don't overcomplicate that. So you want to get in some cardiovascular exercise, but it also can change depending on your goals, but a general rule of thumb for uh, three to four 30 minute sessions, one gram of protein per pound of your goal or ideal body weight. That's a great average for everybody to follow. Now at the, at the uh, conference I was at the international society of sports nutrition, it was kind of like all of these presentations. And it was, you know, we found that 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound of your goal body weight. So there's different variations, but 
I talked with Dr. Chad and we sort of agreed and it is his philosophy. I agree. If you just say one gram per pound of your goal body weight. So if your goal body weight is 140, you should be eating about 140 grams of protein. And that should be your target. If you get close to that every day, you're pretty good. Okay. Remember protein doesn't store. So this is a daily Unlike fat and carbohydrates, as we know, this is a daily requirement for your body. It has so many functions in the body that it's really important that it's it's a daily consumption. So you need to prioritize that. The last thing, well, two more things, over 100 ounces of water, you'll hear different requirements for that. We always say 120. The reason is it gets usually gets people over a hundred ounces and that's pretty good. You can also add some structure to your water with electrolytes is a really good idea and making sure you have enough sodium in your diet actually to be able to really be hydrated. That's part of the hydration process. And the other one is sleep. So seven to nine hours of sleep. So these are the basics of goals for a healthy lifestyle. Again, I know I'm making it sound easy, but it doesn't, once you start to adopt these things and they just become who you are, they become part of your lifestyle. This is what a body needs. Okay. This is putting your physical body in the best possible scenario to be able to sleep, to have quality mental health, to be able to, you know, move effectively as you age to be able to live and do things that you want to do, to be able to get up and down off the ground, to be able to go hiking with your friends and grandkids, and to be able to say yes to things in life without feeling like you're going to absolutely die if you have to walk a mile. These are goals that are the basics, the foundation. So I think a lot of people come looking for a bigger goal when we really haven't gotten just that this is enough. And the reason that I love doing these eight week challenges is because people are like, are there, are there exercise, exercise challenges beyond that? It's like, no, most people struggle with those, what I just call the basics. These are just the basics and doing them consistently. Then we can add in things like performance goals, which is different than a fat loss goal. But Picking a goal that is beyond this isn't, in my opinion, necessary until you've mastered the basics of setting a goal. Now, I know probably a lot of people thought I was going to talk about setting a goal like running a half marathon, doing a triathlon. And those are really, really important. And the reason I love goals like that is because they get you outside of only thinking about your physique. If somebody, if you have been obsessed with the scale, they give you a community outside of just, you know, just me and my food and my, my running the basics, um, goals for you physically are, I think one of the coolest things that I've seen people do is start to get more involved. A goal could be joining a gym. A goal could be hiring a personal trainer. A goal could be wanting to journal more. A goal could be wanting to read more. But when it comes to your physical health and physical body, the basics must be mastered, I think, in order to 
progress. Here's the thing. A lot of people out there trying to find their why, right? There's a lot on social media. Your why has to be stronger than your desire to fail. I don't know. Like there's a lot like that. Okay. To me, and maybe you can grab this. I think a lot of us are like pretty responsible adults where many of us are raising kids. We have grandkids. The way I look at the basics and getting up, taking care of myself, getting to the gym, hitting my things, moving my body. To me, these feel just like a responsibility I have to myself, to the body I've been given and to my, my family and my future grandkids. I don't need a big, huge why. I think people get stuck on this need for a real deep reason to get up and do these. To me, this is about you have to get up and you have responsibilities. You have a job, you have to go to the job. You don't like go, well, what's my why? Like you just have to go to the, you just have to go to work. You know, that's part of what we have to do to, do to earn a living. To me, these things could become a non-event for you. They could just become a non-event. It's no, it's no big deal. It's just like you have to get up and clean your body and brush your teeth and feed your kids. And you, you also have to take care of this body. You have to get it to a healthy place where you are not somebody's burden one day because you could not make these lifestyle choices. And I know that sounds harsh, but I do think about that, you know, but at the end of the day, this is, this could be for you as simple as getting up, running the basics, not overthinking it, right? I know people get in the weeds about like sets and reps and what's the right workout. You have endless resources to be able to get up, get into the app, see a workout, go do it. Don't overthink it. Don't worry so much about, oh, my results. You're way too worried about your results and whether or not this is going to do the trick. So if I don't think it is or it's not happening fast enough, I'm not going to do it. You're not giving yourself the opportunity to progress and to ever get over that hump where this is just what you do, right? You have to master the basics before you can progress to the next level. I'm going to use Jessica Jeans as an example who one are, was one of the winners of the last challenge, okay? Jessica came significantly overweight and really unhappy and very out of shape, really unhappy. And she shares pictures all the time to remind herself that she doesn't want to go back. And that is her, one of her whys, right? Like, I don't want to, I don't want that anymore. I want what I'm, I want what I have and I want where I'm going. Uh, and I know people listening to the podcast won't know exactly who she is, but check her out. She's on my page, like many others. When I think about her, like she had a history of being active, but lost it along the way and did all of the opposite things that I just listed as the basics for a healthy lifestyle. So she just started running the play. She just, she just started doing these things in this last year. She's done 75 hard half marathon. Well, maybe two half marathons. Um, she did Dave Goggins four by four by 48. So after she mastered the basics, she started to add in some of those bigger, fun, physical goals that help her stay engaged with the basics, right? Like she has to keep doing the basics to be able to get to that to that next level. For some people, 
they start with, you know what? I've, I haven't been doing shit and I, I'm going to go, I'm going to register for a triathlon. And now we have to put the pieces of the puzzle together to be able to get to that goal of a, you know, couch to triathlon. At the end of the day, the basics still remain, right? You could have a beginner goal that backs you into the basics, or you could tackle the basics and then start adding in those goals once you feel better. My guess is she probably, when she started, was not in a place to just go do a triathlon. That wouldn't have worked. But she knew she wanted to get healthier. She knew she wanted to feel better and look better, and she does. And she mastered the basics and then started adding in other things. A lot of people have done that throughout their fitness journey. They kind of master the basics and then set goals beyond that. It's very difficult for anybody to set goals for you. People ask us all the time as coaches, like, what's what's a good goal for me? It's like half of the time, I'm just saying master the basics, you know, just, just master the basics. But a, I'll just throw this out there. Great goals are 5Ks, 10Ks, sprint triathlons, things that just make people, it just feels like I could never do that you register and then you back into that goal and kind of break down what you need to do every day. So those are just absolutely awesome goals to kind of help you master those basics. Um, be Just be careful about, gosh, I can't find my why, so I'm not gonna do anything until I find it. Or I lost my why, so I stopped doing all the things. Like your why, could just be that you're a responsible adult who takes care of themselves, who has a responsibility to take care of themselves for their children, for their grandchildren. And I think we do. And that's not to say shame on you. That's just to say, maybe you haven't thought about it that way before. And maybe it's time to just start thinking about mastering the basics and, you know, continuing to set goals on top of that. But if you're new and you're coming into this challenge, that is going to be the process. And that is what it means to uh, come in, to get coached, to run the play is running the basics. Now you're going to have different goals and I'll use Jessica as an example. So we had a fat loss goal early on. She was still running the basics. She shifted to a performance goal so now we've moved her cat. We moved her calories to maintenance because when you have a performance goal that is physical in nature, we don't necessarily need you to be in a caloric deficit, right? We need to feed you so that you can perform. We've changed things up for her, but still the basics have never changed, right? So re her the caloric intake need on the list of the basics may go up or down depending on what the goals are. She's still strength training. She's getting in her minimum strength training. But once the marathon marathons are over, we'll probably move to a different goal and move into a physique goal. And so we've kind of laid out a plan for her. Um, and that is fun for people. But if you're just joining this eight-week challenge, one of your goals could be to hit your daily targets for the next eight weeks. I mean... Think about when you've actually done that, you know, when have you actually hit those targets for eight consecutive weeks, not given up, not quit and learn the basics. You know what I mean? So if you're new, I, 
I would say that's enough. Say I am learning the basics of a healthy lifestyle so that I can be around <laughs> and be a healthy, happier person for my kids, for my grandkids. And it doesn't need to be much deeper than that. I'm going to read some of the comments, uh, have fun with the process and the results will come. So we say, enjoy the process, fall in love with the process. Well, not everybody loves lifting weights. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not everybody is like, yay. So I understand that. But what you can fall back on is that this is something that I need to do for my physical body. And you may be surprised. You may you know, I know like with Olivia didn't always love lifting weights and it was kind of this looming thing. And she found CrossFit and found community there and then like, you know, started to enjoy it. So she forged ahead and pushed through over a couple of years to be able to do this. So I understand it can't happen immediately, but I want you to write down those basics, just write them down. These are the basics and the fundamentals of a healthy lifestyle. Okay. Just if you think about if somebody doesn't have a, a healthy lifestyle, what are they? They might drink more. They're sedentary. They don't care about calories. They don't probably pay attention to food quality. They're not worried about whether or not they move. Uh, sleeping could be hit or miss. And so it, you know what I mean? Like it could be the opposite when you think about an unhealthy lifestyle. And we in this group, and if you're listening to this podcast, are probably people with an appetite to be on the healthier side. You're probably listening because you do want more. You just want to be affirmed probably and reminded of the basics of a healthy lifestyle. Or you're like just looking for something, some, some secret sauce. The basics that I just gave you are the secret sauce, and those can be your goals. The beauty of these two is once you've mastered them, it's not hard. I promise you. I promise you. You start to crave it. You know, I love a message where people are like, I couldn't wait for vacation to end so I could get home to live my healthy lifestyle. Who even am I? Like, who, who's like, you will be surprised what you will say to yourself when you find the joy of uh, how you feel. And it's pretty cool. Michelle is saying, I was never an athlete, pushed through TSL, followed the basics and have fallen in love with the lifestyle. Okay, so Michelle is somebody who you would never look at her today and think she is was not an athlete. You can find joy. And also, I think you have to have the belief in the process before you have the results. You just have to believe and you have to have some trust that maybe your approach hasn't worked that maybe you have been thinking about this a little bit over complicating it, uh, making it this huge, you know, I have to have this, this lofty goal when really all it is just like anything else worth having is about kind of the daily, just that daily grind. And that even me, okay. When I hit the basics every day, I feel amazing. Not only do I feel amazing that day, I feel amazing the next day when I wake up with no regrets. I feel proud of myself and I feel like I got that I can get that momentum going. I'm hoping that was helpful for people who are starting with me, who have jumped into the eight week challenge or who are just kind of struggling to find those goals. Those basics are important. And then obviously, you know, setting a physical goal is really, really fun for people. And for some people, they're just still 
loving go for me going to the gym and getting my workout in is my daily goal that is my daily challenge that is it brings me joy it bring makes me feel confident i leave feeling like a better person and you know i have hired a trainer over the years from time to time to just kind of help me push through what i feel like are slumps you could try that too but the the basics are going to be your most important goal to set don't overthink it. Don't quit because you don't have a why. Don't wait to start until you find a why. These are things that I think responsible people do to be able to have a, a healthy life as long as you can with your kids, your grandkids. And to set an example, because I, I know we say everyone is watching, you know, good, bad, or the ugly. Um and even though that that's not necessarily the the only reason why we do these things, but I'm often thinking about leading by example. Um, but when it comes to taking care of myself and many of you in here, it's not really up for debate every day. Every workout might not feel like the best, like you're really progressing, but that's okay. It didn't for me today. Today's workout felt pretty like, I'm I'm in a weird place. Um, the gym is like totally uninspiring. I'm not, it has the equipment is limited, but I did my best. Um, and I'm I'm eager and excited to get back to a place that does inspire me. But this is where I'm at, and this is what I have. And like you guys, I am running the basics. If you're listening on Spotify, I'm just showing my list of the basics. Okay, so write those down, keep them close. Um, think about fun goals, think about dreams you've had of doing other things, but master those basics as your primary goal. Don't overthink your why and uh, and keep this super simple. And I think that can go a long way. When you're getting overwhelmed, take 20,000 steps back, 40,000 steps back, and just follow those basics, the basic principles. And those are a great goal for us to have. So hopefully this was helpful. I do love you guys. If you're listening on Spotify, I take five stars, nothing less. Hopefully I've delivered that. Um, share the show, you guys. It really means a lot to me when you share the stuff. I appreciate that. And uh, I will get back in the Facebook group and check out comments and respond to you guys. Have an awesome 4th of July weekend. I think this will probably post on Monday. So happy 4th of July tomorrow, if you're listening on, on Monday. But I wanted to go special in my Facebook group live for my peeps. So love you guys. I'll see you a little bit later and uh, have a great weekend. Mm -hmm.